good evening, sons and daughters. Tonight, we want to begin to work on our faith. We want to begin to work on the faith that is growing on the inside of our hearts. What type of words are you planting in your heart? What type of words are you saying? What are you saying? Especially to the sons and the daughters of God. Are you taking the word? Are you planting the word in your heart? Are you making daily confessions? Are you sowing more seed daily concerning your life? We can't wait for a situation to happen to uh, begin to try to plant the seed in our heart to, in order for faith to come. It takes a minute. It takes a minute for you to get that word on the inside of your heart. Because one thing about it, your heart is, has stuff in it already. And what we're doing, we're planting seed in it, that it literally the seed that we plant, it overtakes that which is in there. We want the word of God. We want the seed of God to literally come into our hearts and overtake that which is already planted within our soul. And when I say soul, you know, our mind, our will, our emotion, our intellect, our imagination, all of those things which we've literally planted words and seeds on the inside and it literally has created life. And some of the life that we have created is something that we surely did not want, but not knowing how to plant, not knowing how to be a good farmer. We planted some things that we surely did not want. It's one thing about the heart, whatever gets in it, it will produce. So we have to really live a purposeful life. We have to live on purpose. We have to speak on purpose because our ears are hearing it. Our eyes are seeing it. So we have to be so careful of some of the things that we say. We've been studying about the treasure and filling our bags up with the word of God because the word of God is the seed. It is the treasure. But if you don't allow that seed to get planted in your heart and to produce faith, and I'm talking about producing the faith of God, not the faith of man, but God is trying to give us a greater faith. There's one thing having our own human faith, but God is giving us a greater faith by giving us his word because planting his word creates the faith of God. It creates that energy, that life that tells us, yes, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. When you take that word and know that that word is planted just like that, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And when we make our daily confessions, when we begin to plant that seed daily, when we begin to remind ourselves of what the words say daily, it begins to take root on the inside of us that when the heat comes, when the trouble comes, we know I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. My hope is not within myself. My hope is not within my money. My hope is not within my job. My hope is not within no one else but the Lord God. That's where my hope lies. That's where my faith lies. We're planting a treasure, a treasure. Come on now, we'll read a scripture. You know we will. We'll read a scripture and we'll find revelation within that scripture. But I tell you what, come tomorrow read that same scripture and say, Lord, show me, show me another side. Come on. It's glory. It's glory in reading the word. It's glory. Hallelujah. In reading the word, because the word is life unto us. The, the word itself is in an abundance unto us. 
the word has us i mean it has a um how would you say it you don't want to talk about the problem but the solution the word has a solution for every problem that you could possibly have but the thing about it you got to get to the place where you're able to exercise yourself in the word in exercising yourself in the word faith comes and i'm saying the faith of god that type of faith where literally you're walking in the confidence you're walking in the confidence of the spirit of god in his confidence based on the word of god to defeat worry and to defeat fear we want to confess these we want to confess these scriptures and we have many scriptures tonight that we want to confess I got 30 minutes. How about that? (laughs) I am the body of Christ and Satan has no power over me for I overcome evil with good. Come on. That's first Corinthians 12 uh, and 12 and 27 and also Romans 12 and 21. I am the body of Christ. See, when we confess these scriptures, you're not just saying these things. You are planting these things. We're planting tonight. We're farming tonight. Come on. We're sowing words within the heart that literally these words begin to take root. And when they take root, they produce fruit. And when they produce that fruit, we can begin to be shown. We can start showing the glory of God within this earth. And I'm talking about our lives, this body, this earth will produce the glory of God. And all the world will begin to see the glory of God in your life. Why? Because you're a planter. You are a farmer. You are a sower of the things of God. I am the body of Christ and Satan has no power over me. For I'll overcome evil with good. I am of God and have overcome Satan. For greater is he that is within me than he that is within the world. That's 1 John 4 and 4. I am of God. Come on, you got to talk to yourself. You got to remind yourself who you are. As we begin to grow in the things of God. See, we're not getting stuck on the things that we're doing. We're, look, we're getting stuck on the things that we are becoming. Come on, if you want to become something more than what you're doing right now, let's take the word of God and begin to build life and build that life more abundantly on the inside of us. I am of God and have overcome Satan. See, this is something you have to believe. You have to know the finished works of Christ. You have to know who you are in him. He says, and have overcome Satan for greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. When you literally take that to heart, knowing that's what's in you, that treasure, greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. The enemy ain't got nothing on us. I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, Lord, your word and your spirit, they comfort me. Are we really allowing that word to take root in us? Or are we picking and choosing how we want to use the word and the word not become our final authority? You see, a lot of times we pick and choose what we want to sow. But we yet and still want to keep the old seed still there come on we got to begin to allow the word of god to uproot those things that don't belong uproot those things 
uproot them and allow God to plant newness. Allow God, when he say new, 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 he means new, new, new. That all things become new. Come on, we got to allow this transformation to take place on the inside of us. That we begin to talk nothing but the word and then we begin to see it. That's the part I love. To see the word literally operate in our lives. That no longer do we worry. No longer do we fear. Why? Because we're confessing the word of God concerning our lives. I am far from oppression. This is stuff that we need to say daily. And we need to say it every day. Remind yourself. Remind yourself what you planted in your heart. Remind yourself that I am far from oppression. And fear does not come nigh me. This is Isaiah 54 and 14. Fear does not come nigh me. Can we really receive that tonight? Because we've planted the word in our hearts. Because we've received the word of God as being our final authority. Can we truly say tonight that oppression cannot come nigh me? Oppression and fear does not come nigh me and this is something come on let us begin to declare this in our lives that things begin to change this is how change takes place in our lives no weapon formed against me shall prosper for my righteousness is of the lord but whosoever but whatsoever I do will prosper, for I am like a tree that's planted by the rivers of water. This is Isaiah 54, 17, and also Psalms 1 and 3. See, when you begin to read the word, the word becomes a sentence to you. Come on now. This is still the word of God. I know some people say you pick and choose whatever you want to use to make the scripture work for you. But this is the word of God. This is what we're choosing, yes, and it will work for us. This is God's word. This is him talking. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. This is me echoing what God has spoken in my heart. This is me believing what God has spoken in my heart. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. For my righteousness, come on. A lot of times we think that we're owed something. We're owed something because of what we've done in the past or what we've done just yesterday. We think we're owed something, but I just believe that my righteousness is of the Lord. And at me knowing that my righteousness is of the Lord, even some of the things that I do and I don't want to do, I just believe me declaring this word, it will change me. It will change my desires. It will give me new desires in reading. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's why when we make these open confessions, when we open up our mouths and we begin to say these things, our ears begin to hear. And as our ears begin to hear, come on, that voice behind the word begins to speak. Oh yes, I am your life. I am that life more abundantly. When we begin to hear, come on, let the word speak back. Let it begin to speak back for my righteousness is of the Lord. But whatsoever I do will prosper. For I am like a tree planted by the rivers of water. We're defeating worry. We're defeating fear by echoing these scriptures that literally as we begin to echo them, they take root 
in the soil of our hearts. I am delivered from the evil of this present world, for it is the will of God concerning me. Wow, wow, I am delivered from the evils of this present world, for it is the will of God concerning me. Galatians 1 and 4. How many of y'all knew that? That it is the will of God concerning you, that you be delivered from evil. God has come to save us. He's come to free us, deliver us, build us again, restore us. Hallelujah. No evil will befall me, neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling. For the Lord has given his angels charge over me, and they keep me in all my ways, and in my pathway is life, and there is no death. Huh? There is no death. And even there, the Lord began to show me today when he says the pathway is life and there is no death. He began to say that there be a, a not, there won't be a place of unfruitfulness. That means where the word will continuously grow. The life of God's word will continuously produce. There will be no death. There will be no end. There will be no end to the things of God moving and operating in your life. The word will operate. This is Psalms 91 and 10 and the 11th verse and also Proverbs 12, 28. Psalms 91, 10 and 11 and Proverbs 12, 28. No evil will befall me. Neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling. For the Lord has given his angels charge over me and they keep me in all my ways. And in my pathway is life, and there is no death. The word of God itself is life. I am a doer of the word of God, and I am blessed in all my deeds. I am happy in those things which I do, because I am a doer of the word. <laughs> James 1 and 22 come on how many doers of the word we're planting tonight we're planting and these are scriptures that we're reading we're reading daily we're taking advantage of the word because we're reading this because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God we can't just wait for those Sunday mornings of those when we got to stay on this word if we want this word to produce in our lives if we want this word to cause change in our lives this has to be a daily appetite for us we got to want to we got to want to read. We got to want to study. We got to want. Come on. We're praying for that zeal. We're praying for that zeal of God to literally light us up. Hallelujah, Father. We just declare that our hearts are open. Our hearts are wanting the word. Our hearts are going after the word, Father. And we just thank you, Lord, for that desire tonight. We release hallelujah in the name of Jesus. The desire we declare. It is so we desire tonight. I take the shield of faith. I take the word and I quench every fiery dart that the wicked one brings against me. Ephesians 6 and 16. Come on. The word. We take the shield of faith. And when we think about the shield, the shield itself is the word. Within the word is faith. Life life in that word and when that life come forth come on every fiery dart has to bow out 
It has to bow out to the faith that's in the word that we're speaking. And the faith that we're speaking is the life of God. Is the life of God. Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. Therefore, I forbid any sickness or disease to come upon this body. Every disease, germ, and every virus that touches this body dies instantly. In the name of Jesus, every organ, every tissue of this body functions in the perfection to which God created it to function. And I forbid any malfunction in this body in the name of Jesus. This is Galatians 3 and 13, Romans 8 and 11, Genesis 1, 31, and Matthew 16, 19. And I know a lot of times people say, I'm still being sick. I'm still going through this. I'm still going through that. Come on, stay on the word. Put pressure on the issues in your life. Use the word to put pressure on the issues in your life. You do not have to settle for that which is come. Come on, uproot that thing. The word of God is a solution for every issue that has come in your life. We cannot baby sin. We cannot baby sickness. We cannot baby these situations. These things has to die. We got to begin to speak death to situations that are literally trying to take over, trying to rule, trying to make us begin to say what it wants us to say. We have to be so careful of what we allow to take root in our hearts. Because God's word will uproot every evil thing. Mm. Every evil thing. I want to read that again for all of us. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Therefore, we forbid any sickness, any disease to come upon our bodies. Every disease, germ, every virus that touches our body dies instantly in the name of Jesus. Come on, we speak in life tonight. In the name of Jesus, every organ and every tissue of our bodies function in the perfection to which God created it to function. And I forbid any malfunction in this body in the name of Jesus. We're putting pressure. Come on, put pressure on these situations. Hallelujah. We're not begging God. We're not uh, uh, crying under God, but we're declaring what God has given us to do battle with. He's given us to do war with. He's given us his word. And we literally have to go after it. The kingdom suffered violent, but the violent takes it by force. We're taking our healing. We're taking our deliverance. We're taking it by force. We're staying on it. Come on now. We can't just say it today and think it's supposed to happen today, especially if it's not built up on the inside of you. God's word has to get built up on the inside of you where it becomes your confidence. It becomes your courage. It becomes all that who you are. That's what the word becomes. It becomes all of our confidence. That when we begin to speak, we speak as the word itself. We're not speaking this word as if, you know, it's not mine. It's mine. It's in my treasure box. It was given to me and I receive it. And I will be transformed. I will be transformed by the renewing of my mind, the renewing of my soul, the renewing of everything about me. The word will renew everything about me that when I begin to declare this word, I will begin to see it 
I will begin to see the manifestation of the word. I don't care if it don't happen today, tomorrow, or the next day. Stay on it. Put pressure on it. Let the enemy know. I know my rights. I know who I am in Christ Jesus. I am an overcomer. And I overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. Huh? That part right there. Revelations 12 and 11. I am an overcomer. We got to become what we say. Hallelujah. We will become what we say when we take that word for what it is. Huh? It's God's word. It's God's faith. I am an overcomer and I overcome by the blood of the lamb and the words of my testimony. Revelations 12, 11. I am submitted to God and the devil flees from me because I resist him in the name of Jesus. We know that. You must submit your will. You must submit your way to God first. Come on. Come on, let us submit to God. We cannot battle the enemy by ourselves. We need God. Can you say that tonight? Lord, I need you. I cannot do anything without you. That is a daily confession as well right there. I can do nothing without him. I am nothing without him. We need him. He built us to need him. In order for the power, in order for the authority to flow, you must stay connected to him. His word must be your final authority. I am submitted to God and the devil flees from me because I resist him in the name of Jesus. That's James 4 and 7. Do we even understand the things that we're saying? When you submit yourself, the enemy flees. When you submit to the word and that word becomes your final authority that you put out. That when trouble comes, you begin to declare the word. Not fear, not worry, not doubt, not belief. We begin to confess the word and the word only. Mm. The word of God is forever settled in heaven. Therefore, I establish his word upon this earth. And when we say this earth, I'm talking about us. I'm talking about the bodies, the body of Christ. I'm talking about we, come on now, sons and daughters thriving in the kingdom of God. The word of God is forever settled in the heavens. Therefore, we establish his word upon this earth. This earth. What are you saying to this body? What type of life are you speaking to this body? Great is the peace of my children, for they are taught of the Lord. When we allow the word of God to be the teaching that we give, come on, without raising our children, our grandchildren. When you allow this word to be your final authority and you begin to teach the children, your babies, this word. And I mean teaching it that it becomes their life, that it becomes their understanding. It's a beautiful thing when a child can walk in that in a young age carrying the weight of this word, knowing that God's word is true. It's time for us to teach the children. For great shall the, for great shall be their peace if they begin to be taught of the Lord. 
taught of the ways of God, taught how to produce the things of God, not getting out there. I mean, working, yes, we got to work on a job, but let us know that we must follow the leading of the spirit of God. We must follow his leading and in following his leading, we are most guaranteed to walk into the manifestation of the things of God. That scripture where the word of God is settled forever in heaven. Therefore, I establish it upon the earth. That's Psalms 119.89. Come on, let's get that one. Let's begin to confess these scriptures daily. The word of God is forever settled. Great is the peace of my children for they're taught of the Lord. Come on, let us spend time. Let us spend time teaching our children, training our children up in the way they should go. Knowing these things, my grandfather started with us. I'm telling you, we walked away for sure, but we came back because we found that word to be true. We found God to be true in all that grandfather taught us and all that he said to us. We found that word to be true because when we walked away from the word, when we walked away from God, come on, we knew something was wrong. We knew we felt out of place because there was word planted in us. And that word was literally pointing to produce life in us. We fought back because we didn't understand the greatness of it. You know, you can only teach a person so far and the rest, they have to settle. They have to begin to settle down and, and go after that word for themselves in order for revelation knowledge to come. You know, grandfather planted in us. He planted that word in us as children, but we didn't receive the revelation of it right then. We had it. It was planted. We heard it. But if we didn't receive the revelation on it, why? Because we only read it because he wanted us to read it in the time that he, because he was a blind man. So we read for him. So we, we were reading the word. It was before our eyes and we were echoing it in the earth. But to really get the revelation knowledge, you got to begin to go after it for yourself. You got to begin to declare the things of God for yourself. And that's what the Lord has given us. He's given us his spirit for you to begin to spend time. God's spirit is his word. He won't say no more than the word of God. That's all he knows. That's who he is. He's the very sound. He's all of God's action. He's all of who God is. And God has given us that precious gift that we can begin to get established in his word. And his word can become settled within this earth. That when trouble comes, I got a word for you. <laughs> I trust in the Lord with all my heart and I lean not unto my own understanding. Come on. But in all my ways, I acknowledge him and he directs my path. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Proverbs 3 and 5. Proverbs 3 and 6, and the Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. That's Psalms 138 and 8. Come on, y'all. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Can we say that tonight? Can we say that tonight is our final uh, confession? I will let the word of Christ dwell in me richly in all wisdom. Colossians 3.16. These same messages, they're also on my um, 
my podcast. So even you can go back and you can continue to listen to these messages on a podcast station, uh, Sons and Daughters Thriving in the Kingdom. They're out there. So if you want to go on the podcast, you can always go back and listen to the scriptures that we're reading tonight so we can continue to confess the things of God and get them settled, get them settled and established in our hearts that when we open our mouths, we're speaking life, we're producing life, and we're going to see the fruit of that life. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you tonight. We thank you for your word that you've given us. We thank you for this treasure. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Tonight, tonight, we want to engage in the fact of the fear of an enemy, but we got a covenant. There is a fear of an enemy, but we have a covenant. Tonight, we want to go over into 1 Samuel 17th chapter and we're dealing with Goliath and David we're dealing with a situation where the enemy sees himself as being something greater than who we are and apparently not we not knowing who we are so the enemy is able to intimidate us but tonight we want to get in the word a little bit deeper tonight we want to know this covenant that the Lord is talking about writing on our hearts writing on our minds his word his will not only that but putting a new spirit on the inside of us that we might know who we are in Christ Jesus come on this thing is so much deeper it is so much greater and when we allow our faith to forever our faith to ever increase forever increase in Christ we begin to see that there's so much more in walking with the Lord in this day and in this time So thinking about Goliath and thinking about David, here Goliath has a story to tell. What y'all starting? What y'all doing? What do y'all want? Do you really think you can take us out? Do you really think you can whip us? See, that's what thoughts do to you. When thoughts come daily, they come with threatening ideas. They come with threatening plans. But when you keep a thought, out of your imagination you stop the power of that thought from increasing on the inside of you a lot of times we hear what things are being said to us and we even begin to imagine some of the stuff that's even being said but we need to begin to make sure these thoughts not get in our imaginations because when they get in our imagination that's when they take on power That's when they take on power enough to almost make us begin to doubt. We begin to fear. So when you hear uh, Goliath complaining in the fear, feel knowing that no one was greater than him, no one was bigger than him, but when he began to defy our God, when he began to speak of the greatness of our God, when he began to speak of the, the greatness of the enemy, of himself against our God, he saw himself greater. He saw himself as a destroyer. But God is telling us today, you got a covenant. You got a right. So when the enemy begins to threaten you with thoughts, you got a covenant. You got a right. And it's time for us to begin to use the right that the Holy Ghost has come to give us. We have to begin to speak life and speak that life of abundance of Christ Jesus that lives on the inside of us. Not allowing 
the threats of the enemy to get in and create an imagination that literally creates fear in us. But we have to begin to create fear in him, letting him know. See, he ain't got a problem with us believing God. He doesn't have a problem with us knowing who God is. But when we open our mouths and start confessing a word, when we open our mouths and start declaring the word and walking in that word, that's when the problem exists because he's seeing our faith has started to work. And when our faith begins to work, it will work and take him down. When we know who we are in Christ Jesus, when we know who we are in the Lord, when we know the covenant that the Lord has given us, he has promised us and not only promised us, Christ has come to fulfill. He has come and fulfill all that God has promised. So that means that all that God has promised has been made available. It has been made available. Come on. The spirit of faith believes. The spirit of faith speaks. The spirit of faith believes. And the spirit of faith speaks. We have to know what God is opening our mouths to say. Come on, let us get excited and walking with the Lord and knowing that we win. Know that we win. Yeah, there's an enemy out there. And there's fear all around that enemy and it's trying it's best to get on the inside of us. But when we know we have a covenant, when we know we have a right, mm -mm, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. When we got a proper value towards God's word, when we value the word of God, when we value what has come to us, when we value the covenant and the enemy sees that you value it, come on. This is the kind of stuff that we got to get knitted and gritted down in where when we begin to walk and talk in the things of God, we're walking in the confidence, we're walking in the courage, we're walking in the boldness, we're walking in the time, we're walking in the season. It's time for us to get focused on the things of God, lose focus of the things of this world and begin to focus on the things of God. That's our lives. Those are our lives. Those words give us life. And it gives us more and more life that we begin to see more and more faith. Faith begins to increase on the insides because faith comes. Faith comes to us as we begin to read the word. Faith comes as we begin to declare the word. Faith comes, especially when we allow ourselves to really build confidence in this word. I'm not just saying it. I'm not just speaking and I believe what I'm saying. I'm not just echoing. I believe everything that I'm saying. All of us has a time. We're going to be, we're going to increase. We're going to grow. We're going to receive the greatness of God. But as I've said before, the kingdom of God is far greater. It's far greater than we could, anything we could ever receive here in this day and this time. Come on. It's far greater going after the things of God because once we learn how to operate in the kingdom, once we learn how to operate in who we are in the kingdom, we can begin to move Father in ex exposing the kingdom so that the kingdom might be recognized, that the kingdom might be seen God's way of doing things. God's way of doing things. But Goliath, he threatened us. Mm. He come against God. That's one thing we have to understand tonight. 
when the enemy comes against you, he's not coming against just you. He's coming against your God. He's coming against the whole idea of your God. He thinks that, look, we represent God for sure. But as we grow in faith, as we begin to walk in the faith of God, the strength of God is being revealed. But if we don't allow ourselves to grow, see, the enemy looks at us and then he thinks we're, we're weak in a place. But we're not weak. We're just finding our place. We're finding our spot in the Lord. We're going after knowing who we are. That when the enemy wakes up, huh? Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. That's what we say. Tomorrow. Oh, or maybe, wait, let's not say that. No, no. Not tomorrow. Let's say today. Today is the day. If I will harden up my heart, today is the day that I receive the newness. Today is the day that I believe God. Today is the day that I receive God. Today is the day that I declare God. Today is the day I am increasing in the knowledge of God. I am strengthening with all might according to his glorious power. I am delivered from the power of darkness and I am translated into the kingdom of his dear son. I am born of God, Jesus. I am born of God and I have world overcoming faith residing on the inside of me. Come on. I am born of God and I have world overcoming faith on the inside of me. For greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And I will do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The Lord is the strength of my life. These are the scriptures we build ourselves up on. That when that spirit of fear comes up. When it comes and tries to threaten us, we have to remember we have a covenant. We got a promise that has been fulfilled. We have a promise that has, has not been denied. We have a promise that is literally released in the earth for us to begin to grow on. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The Lord is the strength of my life. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keeps my heart and mind through Christ Jesus. And things which are good and pure and perfect and lovely and of good report, I think on those things. I let no corrupt communication proceed out of my mouth. But that which is good to edifying, that it may minister grace to the hearer that it may minister grace to the hearer. I grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby I am sealed unto the day of redemption. I speak the truth of the word of God in love, and I grow up in the Lord Jesus Christ in all things. I grow up into the Lord Jesus Christ in all things. No man shall take me out of his hand, for I have eternal life. We're walking in eternal life tonight, the life of Christ. We're walking in eternal life. I speak the truth of the word of God and in love, and I grow up into the Lord Jesus Christ in all things. I let the peace of God, I let, come on, that's a place. 
I let the peace of God rule in my heart. And I refuse to worry about anything. Do you really believe that's a place in God? I let the peace of God. Come on, it's some surrendering yet for us to do. I let the peace of God rule in my heart. And I refuse to worry about anything. I refuse to worry about anything. I will not let the word of God depart from before my eyes. For it is life to me. For I have found it. And it is health and healing in all my flesh. That's Proverbs 4, 21 and 22. We need to hold on to that one right there. I will not let the word of God depart from before my eyes, for it is life to me, for I have found it, and it is health and healing to all my flesh. What is health and healing to all our flesh? It's in finding the word. It's in finding the revelation of the word. That you might know that the word has come to heal. The word has come to deliver. The word has come to set us free. God is on my side. God is in me now. Who can be against me? He has given unto me all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Therefore, what is it therefore? Therefore. I am a partaker of his divine nature. I am a partaker of his divine nature. God is on my side. Can we see it? Come on, we got to see it. See it, say it, believe it. See it, say it, receive it. See it, say it. Let that faith grow in you. Let that grow up deep on the inside of you. That it begins to uh, uh, bring about revelation. Come on, that we begin to see the revelation knowledge in God's word, the life. Revelation knowledge is life. When that word speaks to you, not only are you declaring that word, but that word will speak back to you. God is on your side. God is in you now. Who can be against you? He has given unto you all things that pertain unto godliness. Therefore, I am a partaker of his divine nature. Come on. We are partakers of his divine nature. When we begin to receive, that's so important. We got to receive the word of God. We got to receive the knowledge of God. I am a believer. And these signs do follow me. In the name of Jesus, I cast out devils. I speak with new tongues. I lay hands on the sick and they do recover. Come on, walking and talking with the Lord, even though fear exists, even though there's an enemy of fear out there, I got a covenant. I got a covenant. I got a covenant. Hallelujah. I have a covenant in Christ Jesus. Fear can be where it wants to be. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Mm. If the Lord is for me, if God is for me. See, these are the kind of things you have to echo during the day. These are the things that you have to allow to get in your imagination. Because once they get into your imaginations, they become powerful. 
You can begin to imagine yourself being successful. You can begin to imagine yourself being healed. You can begin to imagine yourself. And that which you can imagine, come on, you receive power. And it takes on power. And when it takes on power, it, it exists. It will become real. I'm telling you, the word of God is just like that. It is a creative power. When we allow our imagination to take on this word, receive the word of God. And when you begin to allow it to just to grow deep down in you, your imagination, you begin to see. Come on, when you declare the word, just imagine that word taking form in your life. When you begin to declare what you say, David began to let Goliath know, man, I ain't scared of you. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're coming up here for. I don't know why you're trying to handle us like this here. We got a covenant. Everybody may not understand and know that covenant, covenant but one, I'm telling you now, all it takes is one. One to really understand and know it's right. One can put a many to flight. One could put a many to flight when it comes to the enemy disturbing us, when it comes to thoughts disturbing us, when we take on the word of God, when we put on the word as a weapon, when we put on the word as being that weapon that God has given us to fight those big Goliaths in our lives, to fight those big thoughts in our lives, God has given us a weapon. And it is his word. And when we take that word and get to know the word, it's like wielding a sword. You, you have not picked up a sword too big for you when you've allowed this word to grow deep in you. That sword that you're picking up, you know it. You've learned it. You've practiced with it. You've exercised in it. Come on, that's what we do when we declare the word. And when we confess the word, we're exercising our very thought, our mind, our spirit, we're exercising in the word. God gave me the authority to use his name. And that which I bind on earth is bound in heaven. And that which I loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Come on, we got to know. Jesus gave us the authority to use his name. And that which I bind on earth is bound in heaven. And that which I bind, I loose on earth is loosed in heaven therefore in the name of Jesus Christ I bind the principalities the powers the rulers of darkness of this world I bind and cast down spiritual wickedness in high places and render them harmless and ineffective against me in the name of Jesus I am complete in Jesus who is the head of all principalities. Did you hear that? Christ is the head of all principalities and power. For I am his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, and good works which Christ has before ordained that I should walk therein. Christ has already ordained that we walk in the promise and the good works of the word of God. When we receive the word, when we receive the word, yes, fear, there is an enemy out there, but you got a covenant. And we got to stop forgetting about the covenant. We got to stop forgetting about the promises and begin to move just as David moved against Goliath. He didn't allow the size. He didn't allow the words. He didn't allow the threats. He did not allow 
those situations to make him back up, to make him say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm letting this go. I can't do this. He did not. Why? Because he allowed the teaching of the Lord to begin to manifest itself in his life. God began to teach him in the, in the woods with working with his animals, being a good shepherd. God began to teach him there. And God is wanting to teach us in every situation in life. As we begin to win the battles, he's telling us, take on that weapon and keep it on. You can't keep putting the weapons on and taking them off. We have to keep the weapons on. Either you're going to be for God or you're going to be against God. Come on, he's raising up sons and daughters that know how, that knows how to do battle, that knows how to walk in him, that knows how to stand in his word. He's raising up children. Come on, it's time for us to know how to do battle. Even though there's mess out there, there's fear out there, there's an enemy out there, but you got a covenant. <laughs> we have a covenant. We have a way of living that cannot be overtaken by the enemy. We have a way of living in Christ Jesus that we cannot be stopped. We cannot be stopped in the things of God. When we put proper value towards the word of God, when we know what grace is and know what faith is, come on, that grace, God's grace that he's given us, God has forgiven us, but not only has he forgiven us, he's given us his word. That when we begin to walk in the word of God, the grace of God begins to give us directions on how to walk it out. Grace is an ability just as well. We can begin to walk the things of God out. We can begin to walk the faith of God because no longer do we read the word as just being a Logos word, just being a thought and, and something on God's mind. But this is something that God has given us to use, to walk in. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in him. He's given us his word. He's given us his truth. You know, in studying and walking and the things of God and even coming out on, on the radio on Tuesdays, it's just so important that we begin to understand even, you know, the things that God has given us that we can walk in. And that confidence is just so important that we know that there's more to him in our change, in us being transformed, in our minds being renewed in him. There's so much more. And when we begin to believe God for the more, the understanding of the more that you've designed, that you before ordained in Christ Jesus of who we're supposed to be. You have did this for us. You prepared this place for us. And we got to know that this prepared place is so much bigger than where we are right now. We cannot be overtaken. We cannot be overtaken. These are the things that we say daily. I cannot be overtaken. I will not be overtaken. That was David's story. I can't be overtaken. Oh, I believe the God I serve. I believe in the God I serve. I believe the God I serve can take hey, can take up for himself. If as long as I give him words, as long as I speak life, as long as I declare life, I believe I give God a place to stand in my life. When I declare the word, when I declare God's wisdom and knowledge, I give God place in my life to stand strong where I'm not fighting my battles. But the word itself, where he sent his word to heal, he sent his word to deliver, and we're receiving that word tonight. 
We're receiving those promises tonight. We got to know. We got to begin to open up our mouths. And we got to begin to speak. The spirit of faith believes and therefore it speaks. It believes the word of God. It's not working on work, believing the word of God, but the spirit of faith, it believes. It doesn't know how not to believe. It's built upon the word. And that's what God is asking us to do. Be built up on the word. Come on, let us get this thing in us. Let us get God's word in us tonight. Let us begin to take God's word as a medicine. That it begins to build a safe refuge on the inside of us that we ourselves can trust. Knowing who lives on the inside. God is for us. God is for me. Can we say that tonight? God is for me. Hallelujah. And if God be for me, who? Who can be against me? Who can be against me? I will never deny that there's an enemy out there. But I know I got a covenant. So my battle is not with the enemy. My doing is with the new covenant. See, the more I make it real in my life, the more it becomes real. The more it it establishes itself on the inside of me that the fear of the enemy is no longer there. Fear is no longer there. Why? Because I'm believing in the covenant in my life. I'm believing in the promises of God in my life that no longer do I have to wrestle with the enemy. Because as long as the enemy sees the weapon that I wear, as long as the enemy sees the weapon that I'm walking in, he's not my problem. What I have to continue to do is build myself up on my most holy faith. Build myself up on my most holy faith. And that is the word of God. That is praying in the spirit. Praying in the spirit and allowing the revelation of God to come to us tonight. Come to us. These confessions that we speak, we call upon. These are the promises that God has given us. This is a covenant that the Lord has given us. They come to renew our minds. They come to cause faith to be uh, uh, grown, faith to come and grow bigger and better in us we can be more positive more positive in our walk more positive in our talk god is transforming us but we have to do it daily because the enemy is out to still kill and destroy he's steady trying to tear us down but as we're if we're reading the word if we're declaring the word daily over our lives and in our lives we're growing we are growing It may not seem like it, but oh, yes, we are. We're growing in the things of God. We're growing. Come on, let us put on. Let us put on Christ. Let us put on Christ tonight. Put on Christ. That the world might see. That the world might see our God. When you put on Christ. Come on. When you put on Christ. When I put on Christ. The world will see us. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you're building our most holy faith. You're building us up on the inside, Lord, that the sons and the daughters are getting ready to manifest your glory. Getting ready to manifest your glory. Father, we're becoming more focused on you. 
We're putting our proper values in you and in your word. You're valuable to us. You mean more to us than anything. You mean more to us, oh God. And we thank you tonight for the more, oh God. The more in you. The new, new, new covenant. Hallelujah. Writing your word on our hearts and in our minds. We receive it tonight. Hallelujah. As we speak, oh God. As we believe, we speak. As we believe, we confess. In your name, oh God. Amen. Amen.